Hello and welcome to After All This Time Always Podcast, episode 5, uh, with your host, me, Mr. Tom Toll. And me, Patrick Holland. And as always, faithful producer Joe. Hi guys. Yeah, uh, if you never listened to the show before, uh, what we do is we reread the Harry Potter books and uh, we discuss it uh, and see if any feelings have changed uh, towards any of the characters, any of the themes. And in ep- this episode, what we're discussing is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, mm. the big one. It is. This is the big one. Uh, quite literally, it is the longest book. It it's out of the whole series. This is the big one, the biggest one. It's the big one. It's. I think it's the big one. I think, yeah, but could it be the big one? <laughs> <laughs> well, it That's is. I mean, you line up all the books next to each other. This one is the big one. Mm. Yeah, if you were to say to your three-year-old daughter, which which, which one's which the, big the big one? one? This one. Said. This she one's was, the yep. big one. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, how many times during a podcast do you reckon we can get the word big? In? <laughs> uh, what have we got coming up on the show, Joe? Well, today we've got peeves, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna. I've got quite a few peeves. Peeves is where we go through everything that we got wrong or anything that annoyed us last time. Yeah, I've got, I've got quite, a, I've got a long list of peeves actually. Although it's not, a, it's not a overly angry set of peeves I've got. No, mine aren't overly angry, and mine are mostly directed at myself. So I'm going to apologise in advance oh, for getting so okay. much. Uh, so much wrong. I will say though that my, one of my peeves is going to ruffle some feathers today. Cool. So hold the, on to your butt beaks. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Tom. Uh, we've got. We're going to take a little dip into the pensive. Lovely. Ah, memories. Two thousand and three. Yeah. Oh, what, what a time! What a time, what a time to, to be alive. alive. Uh, we have got uh, emails, as uh, Pat likes to call them. Yeah, well, we all like to call them that. We like to call them that. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be, we've had a few emails, actually. Some of them are <laughs> yeah, funny. Nice. Once again, I can't read out uh, them in their entirety. But, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks very much for getting in touch, though, guys. This has been great. Uh, we got Tom's Riddle? No. I'm okay. Uh, and, of course, we're going to be ending <laughs> uh, the show with my infamous quiz. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Lovely uh, stuff. Um, so, uh, should we talk about some peeves? Peeves! All right, so I've got quite a few peeves, so I'm just going to fly through this. At the end of the last episode, I said Luna would be in her third year during this book, but that's wrong. She's in her fourth year. She's in the same year as Ginny. Yeah. Peeve one, done. Joe, you misused peeves in the last episode when you complained about the anachronistic PlayStation. That belongs in book chat, not in peeves. That wasn't related to the previous episode. But it was a peeve. It was a peeve you had with a book, but not with a previous episode. Should I have episode. saved it for this episode? You should have saved it for book chat. Okay. Something so- interesting you noticed in the book. Would Will you accept my apology? Uh, I, yes, of course. <sighs> Good. Especially when it's as graciously delivered as that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sailing and... He, con- I, don't, I don't think he apologised. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I didn't apologise. That's a good he point. point. He just said, will you accept my apology? Yeah. He didn't actually say he was sorry. Are you sorry? Look, whether I'm sorry or not is neither here nor there. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> the fact is, when Joe's ready to apologise, you are accepted. Uh, so, yeah. It's just good to know. I want to apologise for my Australian accent in the last episode. Tom, you said at Green Day 182 had tweeted you about the quiz, but uh, Green, at Green Day 182 is Meg Barrett, and she hasn't tweeted since 2009. <laughs> No, she 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 deleted she deleted the tweet. Is it actually someone called at Green Day One Eight Two? Yeah. Research. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, and all the other ones you listed, other than J.K. Rowling, don't exist. Um, <laughs> I think they do, mate. I think they do. Um, 
this this might ruffle some feathers. Ooh. Tom, the bludger that you got uh, hit by quite spectacularly in the quiz in episode three. Yeah. You claimed that you were robbed of uh, a victory because yeah. of that. Yeah. But you weren't. If you check the scores, at best it would have been a draw. I was given a defeat. I'd have took a you were robbed of extra time. I would have robbed of extra of time and a chance of penalties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a squid. I've done a lot of reading on squids. <laughs> oh, God. A squid has eight arms and two tentacles. Now, what do you get at the end of arms? Oh. Hands. So my riddle just got better. All right, good riddle, Pat. And also, uh, recently we went to the History of Magic exhibition at the British Library. Yeah, very good. In there, yeah, we'll be talking about that in a a later episode. But in there is a uh, drawing J.K. Rowling made of the Hogwarts grounds. And she drew the squid. A f***ing... Uh, pave again. <laughs> Sorry, that <laughs> wasn't planned. That wasn't planned. I'll do that. Again. <laughs> do no, it. it's fine. That's fine. And uh, when Crack Pat it. saw the squid, he beckoned me over. Yes, I did. <laughs> pointed triumphantly. <laughs> and um, yeah, there was some confused uh, foreign tourists looking at Pat's gleeful face, <laughs> pointing to the squid, probably thinking, "Why is this man so delighted to see a squid who, who plays such an inconsequential part in the Harry Potter series?" But yeah, we. And what we, was your defence? Ah, uh? what was your defence? She's an author, not a not a. a you said I don't think that picture's to scale, though, is it? No, it's not to scale. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was my defence, and that's a good defence. Uh, the sports centre that we were at on nine eleven. This was something that I meant to mention last episode, but mm. uh, uh, forgot. Our school. Do you remember why our school was banned from going back there? No. No. Someone had used feces to write a crude word that describes feces on the wall. Really? Yeah. What was the word? Well, they wrote shit out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, that's, we, ugh, that's gross. Yeah, it is. And that's so, why, our, that's why a, our school wasn't allowed back there. A great insight into the school that we went to. Um, <laughs> say, say what you see. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, any more insight into this Gene Wilder quote? Uh, no, um, I will. Yeah, I will find that DVD. Peeve remains open. Peeve Again. remains open. Um, longest will, running peeve. Longest running peeve. But I will find that DVD and I'll, I'll dig it out. And uh, yeah, I I'll, can't I'll, wait. Yeah. Do you have any peeves, Tom? Uh, yeah, go on. So um, it was announced this week uh, that a, band, a certain band is getting back together. <laughs> Um, to play <laughs> that little band called Codes in the Clouds yeah, 7th and 8th of uh, you know they're doing uh, the Nostalgia Tour <laughs> I think uh, Steps have been doing it this year uh, that's what Codes are doing and uh, if you don't know uh, the music that you hear uh, as our theme uh, song is uh, is by uh, Codes in the Clouds lovely look, look back music. look up um, so I thought oh you know it's a nice sense of sense of pride there oh, you know go on Codes are getting back together went on the uh, Codes Facebook page Mm-hmm. Seven thousand members. Now, yeah, okay. how many mentions do you think this podcast had on that page? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So the thing about producer Joe is he has he has his oh after all this time he has his cool post rock Facebook fans and he doesn't want them know he's doing this podcast. That's seven thousand members we could be targeting. Not, not even he doesn't need to, need to say he's in the show. Just oh, if you like, uh, codes in the clouds are currently uh, the theme song for a little podcast called After All This Time. Nothing. 
Tom, oh, right. that's okay. Tom. One, yes, do, mate. do you think we could like make the claim that the only reason Coes in the Clouds are doing this tour is the renewed popularity through the use of the music on <laughs> this I podcast? Thought, I think, let's face it, we're both made... We're both, <laughs> we're both, we've all thought okay. it. Right. We've all thought well, it. one... It's not a nostalgia tour. There's a new album coming out later this year. I'll be promoting the greatest the hits. <laughs> <laughs> right, there's a brand new, all new songs. Yeah, the best of codes in the crowd. And, and, and it sounds wonderful. Uh, also, if I was cashing in on the popularity of this podcast <laughs> to go on tour with my band, unfortunately, I'm having trouble convincing the rest of the band to play that uh, that song. Look back, look up. Will not really? Be yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't it's, kind of, it, uh, well, it's, yeah. it's a I, bit too happy. <laughs> no, I once went and saw the Shins um, yeah. band, and obviously one of their songs is featured in the uh, film Garden State. And Zach yeah. Braff, who's mm. in that, introduces it by saying, "Oh no, uh, Natalie Portman." Ca- Caring is creepy. Great yeah. song. No, not Caring is creepy. Uh, the other one. There's two. There's two songs. There's two in songs the in there. They play the Caring Shins. is creepy, but they didn't play the other one. Oh, new uh, slang. New slang. And uh, basically, uh, Natalie Portman's character says, "Oh, this will make you. Really, this is one of the best songs. I can't remember the actual phrase she used." And so I'm guessing they stopped um, playing that song live because people must go just to see that song. And mm. I'm guessing that's what's happening with Codes in the Clouds because they'll have a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of uh, after all this time podcast fans there going, oh, look back, look up, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, they're going to close with it, obviously. Um, and yeah, so um, don't don't disappoint those. Don't disappoint those. Okay, cool I fans. won't. If any of the listeners to the podcast are Leeds based and like the sound of the uh, intro music to our podcast, but wish it was a bit sadder, then come and see Codes in the Clouds playing Strange Form festival in april at some point um there you go so he's happy to promote Codes <laughs> on the podcast but he's not happy to promote pods the podcast on Codes in the clouds play that's, I'll, that's I'll, I'll, I'll do i'll 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 promote on the facebook and the twitter it's just a shame it's had to come People to this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, well okay is that your peeves Tom? that's my peeve okay, <laughs> that was lovely. a good peeve good peeve well done uh i have a couple of peeves uh patronus related Ooh, um, here we go. So, uh, as in Patronus, or no, as in Patronus, uh, Patronus not right. Patronus. Um, so, Tom, you ch- you said your Patronus would be a what? Uh, I think it was like a badger. Sloth, badger. Like, badger. That was it. And Pat, you said I chose elephant. Now I'm guessing slug. Okay, right. Uh, well, I chose dog. Yeah, uh, happy dog. If I remember, a, a happy dog. Yeah, um, I went on uh, went on to Pottermore. S- a sad uh, dog. Did, did the test just to find out. Uh, and I got a borzoi. Do you know what a borzoi is? Uh, is it what they use a borzoi's thing in potions? Don't That's they? a bazaar. 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 Yeah. It might be bazaar. I mean, it's B O R Z O I. I don't oh, know no, how it's spelled. Uh, but do you know what it is? It's uh. a f***ing dog, mate. Oh, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Very let's, good. Let's go you through just give away. yourself more editing for- today. <laughs> yes, yes, but it, I think that warranted it. <laughs> right. Why uh, is that a peeve? It's not a peeve. That's mate. a triumphant. Yeah, but, but the whole point of... Do you get what peeves are? Look, no, because... <laughs> <laughs> look, this I went is through, like me with me riddle. I went through some of the traits Go of uh, the Borzoi. Okay. I think it's pronounced Borzoi. Uh, Borzoi. Let's see if we agree with them. Go on. Uh, great house manners. Now, immediately, I think yeah. I've got a bit of mud on your carpet. <laughs> so, no, no, that was Pat. That <laughs> no, was Pat. Okay. That was Pat. You took, you, I think you took your shoes off before you got any mud on the house. Oh, good stuff. Okay, I uh, require patient, experienced handling. I think that's about right. Definitely. 
Um, reserved with strangers, affectionate with people I know well. Yeah, I'll say that. I've seen you very reserved with strangers in the past. Yeah. But then so am I. And I was born with specialised coursing skills. Don't know what it means. Nice. Um, well done. Uh, Olympics based I said uh, I only saw fencing at the Olympics that's a lie I saw the clash of the titans Japan versus Mexico in the football oh who won uh, don't remember um, <laughs> uh, okay and what this, a brilliant day the, it, was, it was a great day um, <laughs> and okay quit, uh, so this is gonna Go this is really gonna ruffle some feathers my, my final peeve um, I had a listen back Obviously, I had to listen back. I was editing the podcast. Uh, And uh, something in the quiz struck me as a little odd. You got struck? I was struck with some oddness. Not by a bludger? Not by a bludger. Uh, No, there was no bludger last week, of course. Um, When I asked Thomas Tull for the dates of the Triwizard Tournament, one of your guesses was June 23rd. Wasn't and a guess. I well wasn't a guess. I was thinking out loud. Uh, I f- I felt as though you maybe had some unfair coaxing from both me and Pat. So I'm going to have to minus a point uh-oh. for that. Oh, um, no, no. now that that would that would tie the scores. That um, so but in in lieu in lieu you got to listen in in lieu of got to listen having a, a special bonus question. Uh, which because I didn't spot it last week, uh, Pat. Uh, one of the questions you got wrong, Pat got the right answer. So I'm awarding the quiz to Pat. <gasps> it's two all in the quizzes. So today is going to be no, 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 no. Let's the mm. quizmaster has spoken, Thomas. I hope it doesn't affect our friendship and the lovely meal we'll have later. <laughs> no. <laughs> 23rd of June wasn't a guess. I was thinking out loud because it's Godfrey's birthday. I even said that in the thing. It wasn't a guess. It was thinking out loud. Can we hear it yeah. again? I, okay, I, let's let's listen back to it right now. I think it was on June the 23rd. That's definitive it's because I edited it so that it would sound definitive. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a guess. It was a thinking out loud. Oh, God. You can't award points for... I Hang have... on. If we're going to award points for ones we get wrong... I've said ones that Pat's got wrong. I haven't been awarded those points. No, but that no. But I'm saying that in, 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 in lieu, lieu of, of having a tiebreaker pr- question. <clears throat> in lieu of a tiebreaker, I had I had to do it, mate. You, I'm sorry, you my, my hands are tied. Your hands are not tied. <laughs> no, I didn't. Have <laughs> you to have do tied it. your own hands, <laughs> Tom. Yeah, be that as it may, you can you can award last minute points, as we know, and I think Joe's show. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies but joe's shown an even greater deal of bravery <laughs> to stand up to his friends by awarding some last minute points oh Ed, right pat, pat starts today's quiz one point up for <laughs> extra credit for pat there let's go with the show <laughs> the pencil let's dip into the pencil So, the year is 2003. Yes. Happier times. Happier times. Yeah. Joe was a nicer person back then. <laughs> <laughs> the, year, the year is 2003. We just invaded Iraq. 
Not us, not me and you. (laughs) (laughs) I had nothing to do with that. (laughs) I've got got pictures to prove it. I can prove where I was on every day. Yeah, but pictures can be doctors, as we saw in the invasion of Iraq. (laughs) (laughs) Evanescence were enjoying their second week at number one. Mm -hmm. Bring Um, me to life. Yes, that's... uh, And they they would enjoy a further two... More weeks. Really? Yeah. They had a whole month at number one with that. They got knocked off by Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Okay, and can, can you believe that, that song is 15 years old? Oh, my word. I, for some reason, I have very, I always associate Crazy in Love with 2003, so I'm not... I'm not uh, I thought it was a lot more recent. It's no, still right. so fresh. Um, but yeah, Evanescence, I, that's, yeah. Wake me up, wake me Oh, yeah. Absolute Some of that era was a mistake, though, wasn't it? No. Uh, you know about mistakes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be a very sour podcast. <laughs> it's a long book, and it's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> too Fast, Too Furious was just about to knock Matrix Reloaded off the top of the UK box wow. office. Wow. Chelsea I've... weren't yet owned by Roman Abramovich. Oh, no. And Den Watts was coming back to EastEnders. <laughs> Dirty Den. <laughs> Hello, princess. The 21st of June, 2003. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix well, comes out. Yeah, this was the first one we had waited for, really, wasn't it? Yeah. And, um, well, times have changed, you know, when, when you met us, when we'd read the third, the first four, mm. we were 13, 14, you know. We binged them. We binged them. And, well, times have changed. Uh, we're, s- we're 16 years old. We're 16 years old. We're going to house parties. and We just finished our GCSEs. Yeah. Mm. They're all out of the way. And, uh... What happened on the uh, evening before the fifth book was released, Pat? <laughs> well, this... <laughs> what did I'm, we end I'm up gonna, doing? I'm going to warn you. This is a long tale of woe. Yeah. <laughs> the story of the first time I read... Before Order you get into it, I'll tell you the story when I left you. All right, so, so let's... Um, there's a house party... Uh, the 20th of June. The 20th of June that me and Pat go to. Now, I don't know why this happened... But me and Pat ended up sleeping on the roof of this house party. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. Now we're awoken the next We we weren't we weren't alone. It wasn't just the two of no, us. No, there was a few the people roof. there. There was a few people that um I think I think someone had thought it would be funny, it would be a good yeah. idea. But why it was so cold. And uh <laughs> Yeah, it was. That? It was stupid. And um the You only lived round the corner. <laughs> You, you weren't yeah, far but, away. No, I wasn't far away. Why did we do that? What, what's the point? We thought, well, because well, we'd been drinking and we thought yeah. it would be funny. And uh, and other people were doing it. So yeah. we were like, yeah, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Let's keep this party going. But yeah. then the girl whose party it was, her parents came back. So then we had to be quiet while we were on the on roof. The roof. <laughs> and she, uh, her mum heard her talking to someone. So a girl that was on the roof with us quickly went in the bedroom and she was like, oh yeah, I was just talking to her. Thinks you might stay the night. Mum was like, yeah, that's fine. How was the party? Blah, blah, blah. And we're all just like, <sighs> like crouched below the windowsill. Yeah. And um, yeah, the next morning the sun comes up, the hangover hits us. Yeah. We're freezing cold, sun in our eyes and we're lying on a roof. <laughs> and uh, we get caught. Yeah. Oh goodness. And we're thrown out of the house. We nothing are, scarier nothing as a teenager sc- being caught by, by an angry parent. Angry mum yelling so, at us like we were her own kids. Yeah. Oh, and we'd betrayed word. her trust by 
you know, she'd, she'd let her daughter have this party and we took massive advantage yeah. by, well, I suppose, you know, we could have, we didn't traipse any mud through. No, no, no. We were sleeping yeah. on the roof. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the, the dad went down to the garden, <clears throat> I think to like tidy up some bottles or something. And as he was walking back, <laughs> just looked up. <laughs> it, was, it was a flat roof as well. We should say it was a flat yeah. roof. We weren't, we weren't in danger oh, of rolling yeah. off. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so we we all leave the house with our towels yeah. between our legs oh, um God. just feeling like idiots and we went straight to the broadway didn't we, we the, did the, the we shopping were, center near our house we did because we knew what day it was it was harry potter and the order of the phoenix day and we waited we, we picked up our books yep and, and then we uh, went our, went our separate, separate ways. ways now i think i went home i probably <clears throat> went home and had a sleep i think I, I can't really remember too much that day i remember getting straight into the book wanting mm. to read it Pat, what happened with your day? So I, got, <laughs> I get home. I feel awful. I've got plans that day. I'm meeting up with Mike and George. We're going to see Leonard Skinner and Deep Purple. Like a, that's, that's like a, a Codes in the Clouds reunion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I, uh, there'd been a lot of press before this book came out about the fact she was going to be killing off uh, a main character. Yeah. I get in. I've got a hangover. First thing my mum says is, oh, good, you're in. You can, uh, do you mind just hoovering downstairs? And she would always say that. Do you mind just? Or no, she'd say, do you want to? Do you want to just hoover downstairs? <laughs> I like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Why do you say it like that? So I have to start hoovering with a hangover, which is a really oh. loud and uh, annoying thing to do. And in, in one pause from the hoovering to move, a, the, the cable had got coiled. I heard my sister telling my mum quite loudly, Sirius Black dies. Oh. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh my God. I was like, what? What, what, what have you done? Why have you said that? She was like, I, I just wanted to know who it was that died. I, I, I flipped through your book. <gasps> oh. I was like, why? Why on earth would you do that? And why would you tell mum she doesn't care? Oh. Oh. So, oh. I was fuming. I get a call. <laughs> I get a call from George. Is this why you haven't spoken to her for 15 years? <laughs> She's got five years of punishment left. Um, I get a call from George, and who I'm going to be meeting up with later to go to this concert. He wants to go to Alton Towers the following weekend, this theme park with a hotel. Do I, do I want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I want to go. That sounds like fun. That's, that's just perked me up after a horrible yeah. start to the day. Mm. I say, how much is it going to be? And he was like, all in probably about £100. And I was like, all right, I think I've got 20 Let me see if I can ask, ask my mum. I ask her and she's like, we just, we don't, we don't have 80 quid to just yeah. give you. I was like, oh, come on, it's 80 quid. She was like, yeah, but we don't, you know, payday's not for another week and it's been an expensive month and we got this and that. So I was like, oh, for God's sake. I have to phone up George and tell him I can't go and he's going to be really annoyed. And she was like, well... You know, it is what it is. And I said, I actually, I've got, to, I've got to leave now anyway. It's time to go meet him, to go to this concert. And as I'm walking to the bus stop, I get a phone call from my mom, and she sounds quite upset. And she's like, look, if you, if you really want to go, like, we can probably find the money somewhere. Oh, I'm like, oh don't, don't guilt oh, me. Don't make me feel God, like I've like been Mrs. horrible. Yeah, like Mrs. God. Weasley with the broom. I was like, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Like, don't worry about it. I'm already over it. I get on uh, the bus. I go meet George. And the girl he's seeing at the time mm. is sitting in traffic. And I should point out, she's not in a car. 
What? She's sitting in the middle of the road. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> she's having this mad tantrum hissy fit thing that I apparently now, because I can't go to Alton Towers, none of them can go. What? They wanted a big group to make sure all the girls would be safe and like, like looked after and stuff. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> now none of the parents, now none of the parents are letting the, girl, the group of girls go because if only George can go, that's not enough to look after. Uh, uh so George I've ruined everyone. <laughs> yeah. So I've ruined everyone's following weekend plans, and this girl is freaking out, and she's so angry about it. And I was like, "Look, I'm really sorry, but we've got to, we've got to get moving. We got to get to this this gig." So we leave things really badly. George is in a bit of a mood because his girlfriend's really upset. Oh man! We get to uh, Docklands, the London Arena. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. not doesn't exist anymore. Uh I think it closed down about a week before Leonard Skinner and Deep Purple. <laughs> we've gone we've gone to the wrong arena. We were meant to be going to Wembley. Which so is, it's not close. It's no, it's not, not close. close. It's miles Dockland away. Auckland is East London, <laughs> Wembley is northwest London. Now, I don't know why I remember this detail, but it it sticks out to me as just another thing that day that went wrong. I'm thirsty <laughs> by this point. I put a pound in the machine to get a Coke out. Nothing happens. Oh, that was the only pound I had. Oh. I've, I've, I've got like a 20 in my pocket. but I, that mean, I was going to say, does that mean you're down to 19 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> it was the only bit of change I had. So anyway, we get on the train to go to Wembley. The train is 10 minutes late leaving the station. We're just sitting on it. But before it leaves, it starts rolling backwards. What? Out of the station the other way. We're like, what the hell is going on? We finally get to Wembley. We've missed... Leonard Skinner, the band that we really wanted to see. We wanted to see them more than Deep Purple. We're running through um, as they're playing Freebird, like as the solo's going on. Right. We catch the very end, but we've missed them. And then there's a half hour interval. And then we watch Deep Purple. And by that point, I'm just so miserable and tired. We got a lift home, which was nice, but the traffic was awful. And yeah, I, that's, I got that's home. a big lift home as well. Yeah, Wembley. and it just took forever getting out of Wembley. And I just remember... The 21st of June, 2003, hmm. as probably statistically the worst day of my life. <laughs> well, you know like what? I've had, I've had days that feel worse because worse things have happened. Some of them uh, recently. But in terms of the sheer amount of things Ratio that went of wrong. good to bad. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the accumulation yeah. of all those things. Nothing went right that day. That was an awful, awful day. Well, you know what? Pat, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you've re- recalled that in such painstaking detail, I'm happy to give you last week's quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I'm left off? The, I'm let off the hook for now. <laughs> but then reading the book itself, um, it starts with a bang. Yes, it does. It really kicks Whoa. off. Dementors, and little whinging, little whinging. Arabella Fick, who's he's known all his life, turns out to be a squib. Yeah, yeah, oh. she's all uh, she's all involved in the order. What's um? Petunia gets a howler, and and knows what dementors are, and knows what dementors are. Oh. Brilliant. The lines, the lines are being blurred between the wizarding world. What a and breathtaking. Harry's world. Harry's um, uh, he's been uh. I'm going to say sacked, but that's not the word. No, he's expelled. He's expelliarmus from school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a start to this book. And, and we're only two chapters in. We're looking at the size and we're thinking, oh, 
If it keeps on at this pace, keeps on at this pace, <laughs> this is going to be the best book we ever. We go to the Ministry of Magic. We go to, you know, with all in the first sort of eight chapters. But I have to say, reading this the first time round, this was my least favourite book the first time round. Yeah, I would say the same. Harry is suffering from post-traumatic stress. He is very angry in this book. Mm. And it, it's quite hard reading about a character being so angry and mm. taking it out on his best friends. And I remember the first time around being like, oh, come on, Harry, calm down, mate. I know you've, yeah. I know you've been through things. <laughs> lot more, lot more um, sensitive to him this time around. So, so a am lot I. More, so mm, am I, A lot more. Um, um, I felt a lot... I felt a lot, and I felt I felt the more of the closeness of the relationship between him and, him and Sirius. Uh, mm. So I felt Sirius's loss a lot more this time round than I did the first time round. Yeah, I spoiler, think... spoiler alert. Sorry, Sirius does. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, your your sister's already told them that. <laughs> um, because it was this big thing of one of the major characters is going to die, and mm. there is a book. Uh, there's a bit in, within the book where you think, "Oh my god, they're about to kill off Arthur Weasley." Yeah, and I remember actually. Ron's dad. Uh, Ron's uh, dad. When that happens, thinking, "Oh my god!" Like, don't you know? Luckily, he he survives. Um, but yeah, uh, my first time round, I, I, it didn't take me long to read it. First time round, no, it really didn't take me long. I think, I think, well, considering how we, big we were it, in summer, weren't we? Yeah, summer. Holidays. Oh yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah, so two days, two yeah. days. It was the, the the Sunday, and then the Monday. Yeah, basically stayed in bed. Yeah, read the whole thing. It was. I really liked it. I love. I love. Did you stay in bed to read the book, or just thinking nothing bad can happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stay here for a yeah, good that's week. A, that's a trait I've carried into adulthood. <laughs> um, no, I loved. I loved the ending, the the fight at the Ministry of Magic, and then yeah, it's book ended, isn't it? it has an yes. amazing beginning, an amazing yes. end, and then lots of stuff in between. It's very. It's a transitional book. Mm. Uh, where lots of stuff has to happen, lots of stuff has to be said. We're introduced to three um, incredible uh, female characters. One lovely girl, mm. two horrible women. Uh, Luna Lovegood is probably one of the most beloved characters of the whole Harry Potter series. Yeah, She's one of my favourite characters of the whole series. Uh, and Love Luna Lovegood. Uh, reading this book uh, again, I found it so miserable. It's such a downer. Reading it so soon after the previous... A mm. uh, few. It is such a downer that when Luna comes in, it's almost like J.K. Rowling put her in because she was like, "This book is so miserable. I need, yeah. I, need I just need someone to burst some levity." Uh, She's who Jar Jar Binks should have been. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well Good done. Point. Comic relief without being stupid and annoying. Actual yeah. comic relief. Yeah, yeah. she's um, brilliant, Luna. We're introduced to Bellatrix Lestrange. Well, we, we've we've been introduced to her before, but this is where we get a feel for just. Um, how crazy she is! She's mm. active um, now, yeah, yeah. And we see the see uh, the what happens with her work um, when she tortures people. Mm. Um, we see sort of the remembrance of that still uh, still happening. Um, and we're introduced to Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. We've talked in the first episode. We talked about heroes and villains. Who's the main villain? Mm. Dolores Umbridge arguably is the main villain of the whole Harry Potter series because <laughs> she is a normal witch and she has got incredibly evil intentions. Mm, yeah. She's not even a Death Eater. That's what... No, she's, so she's on the not good, following she's, orders. She's, uh, uh, for all intents and purposes, on the good guy's side. Yeah. But is just the worst human being 
imaginable. She a, f- a phenomenally written character. Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> did 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 either of you have like an Umbridge character? Uh, yes. Someone that just seems evil. You did. Pat. Yes. Yes. Uh, the headmistress at the school where we were sixth form. Yes. Okay. Miss, yeah. Miss Powell. Miss Powell. Um, she just hated boys. Well, yeah, that was it. Like Umbridge hates all students. Umbridge hates kids. Mm-hmm. Miss Powell, I don't think hated kids and was probably really good at her job. But the when there was a joint sixth form and the boys would be there, she hated boys. Right. She didn't like boys being around girls. So there was there was one time there was one time we were um it was raining outside. We had a free period, but we had a lesson in her school the next period. Okay. So we were waiting in the common room. Just waiting there. That's what sure. you do. You hang out. She walks past, sees us, sort of double takes and comes in and goes, What are you boys doing here? We're like, Well, we're just waiting for the next lesson. It's in like forty minutes. Uh huh. And she was like, No, 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 no. You're only allowed to be here if you have lessons here. We're like, well, we do have lessons here. We go to this school. Our next lesson's in 40 minutes. She was like, no, 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 you're going to have to leave. You, you can't be around my students if you don't have a lesson right now. Oh, wow. She was really unreasonable. Now, we were, fil- we were in media at the time, and we were filming uh, stuff. So I had my camera on me, so I just started filming her. I held my camera like down by my waist and started filming her being unreasonable because I wanted to show it to people. Right. I'd be like, just look how counterproductive she is. Yeah. Um, anyway, I told our media teacher, I was like, you got to see this, this footage. Like something's got to be done about her. Not, uh, our teacher was like, please don't show that to anyone. We, we know she's, you know, she's a bit quirky. She's got her things. She's not quirky. No. <laughs> quirky is Luna Lovegood. Yeah, no, but she's got a little like ticks and things she yeah, likes certain ticky. ways. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, our media project, the the film we were making, all the footage disappeared a week later. We had to start from scratch. Now, I'm not saying our media teacher deleted the whole thing. It was just weird timing and coincidence. Mm. Wow. Because... That's interesting. (laughs) Funnily enough, not saying that I know who did that, but I know someone who... (laughs) I know someone who has deleted media footage. What? What? So, I did a documentary in that last year. Yeah, what was yours about again? Uh, it was about, like, Bexley. Right. Okay. And we went and interviewed a counsellor. Oh, very nice. Uh, and then uh, I was with someone who should remain nameless, and he was came into me fuming, and he went, one of the other groups has gone and interviewed the same counsellor. They've obviously seen our footage, because everyone's footage got uploaded to the same Mac. Yeah, right. He went, they must have seen our footage and gone, oh, you know, who's that? Oh, we'll, we'll go and interview him. So he took it upon himself to go onto the Mac and delete no. all footage of their interview with this guy. What? Yeah. <laughs> so is there a chance he could have accidentally... No, 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 not a chance. Not a chance. Definitely. Um, and can I, I... I think I might know who this person... Is this person now a journalist? He is. He wasn't involved oh in Oh, my the... God. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, he's si- he's sitting on his own biggest scandal. <laughs> he is pretty much, yeah. But he he was so angry. He literally. It, I remember the triumphant way he pressed delete on the thing. On the, oh uh, wow! He was he should <laughs> be in that counselor. Oh. Like, oh, I just had another call from the exact same school. Yeah, go on. Why not? Yeah, yeah. It, oh, he was flavor of the month, wasn't he? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, he he was so driven. And yeah, when he went, I, I still. Um, 
still talk to him now. And uh, yeah, the fact that does he, he listen? Uh, I don't know actually. I need to contact. He sent me a Christmas card. Um, oh, okay. Christmas. yeah. Well, just in case he does. Hello. <laughs> hello mate I hope you're doing alright so what what was your first thoughts reading this book Pat first time I read it yeah I loved loved the beginning Um, did it ruin it the fact that you knew Sirius was going to die a a little um, actually no I know my sister listens a lot it ruined (laughs) (laughs) it ruined everything (laughs) I couldn't enjoy the next two books (laughs) in fact would you say that's shaped your life that happened to you I can't trust anyone Um, (laughs) he's never trusted a hoover since (laughs) Uh, I just thought of something interesting we need to talk about Um, that's always good <laughs> nice, nice tease, <laughs> nice unprofessional tease there. On, on, on microphone or just off? Uh, no, we might as well talk about it now. Mm, um, this was the first book to have come out since the movies had started coming out. It was, yeah, mm. yeah. Now, did that change? This is why I thought of it. Sorry, I will answer your question. Yeah. Did it change it for me? But I was thinking, did it change it for you? Did you start picturing the characters as the actors? You know what? No, no, me neither. No. Um, they're always my version of the books, uh, my version of the characters in the books. Um, Since starting this podcast and going back and rereading them, some characters have started to slip into movie versions. Oh, really? Which ones? Uh, it's like like Tom Tom the barman at the Leaky Cauldron. I imagine him like he is in the film because he's he's not very much described. Which film? Well, yeah, that's the thing. He changes, he doesn't changes he? In one and three, yeah. uh, how he is in one. Harry is in one, right? Yeah, he's a little over the top in three, isn't he? Um, uh, I know the guy who <laughs> plays him in three. <laughs> I've kicked him. He's really, a he's a comic. comedian. Yeah, but he's he's a little OTT, isn't he? Yeah, he's hunchback and he's uh, yeah. Does he have that in real life? Uh, well, he he <laughs> suffered a a car accident last year, which um, was quite life threatening. Oh. Jim uh, Tavare. I God. remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember hearing it. That was on BBC News. Yeah, Harry, yeah, yeah. Harry yeah um, they, they hold a bunch of um, uh, fundraisers and stuff for him. Hope that he doesn't listen to this podcast, hear Pat slagging him off and go. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't slagging him off. I was slagging off the... Save it for Prisoner of Azkaban film. Yeah, we'll save it for the film chat. <laughs> for, for me, it's impossible to separate um, uh, Snape and uh, and Alan Rickman. Yeah, um, no, I, I just think he's the perfect. He is the perfect person. Snape, um, but for some reason, my 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 Snape in my head just held form. They're very similar, um, mm. but uh, yeah. yeah, and also, I, I don't want, actually. I don't want to go down. I was going to reveal something that happened this week, but I won't. Um, basically, I went, I went to see the Cursed Child. Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, but that's no, good that, news. Okay, yeah. That's really it's good news. No, it is good. News. And uh, yeah, but I don't want to reveal I, anything that happens in the play. But no, uh, but I. I have tickets for the Cursed Child, and you have had for a while. I have had. Yeah. I, I got them as a. I couldn't mention it. I got them as a Christmas present for a birthday present. Sorry for uh, my girlfriend Hannah, uh, but unfortunately, uh, it's not for another ten months. So maybe yeah. towards the end of the year, maybe before Christmas, we'll do a uh, Cursed Child episode where we yeah. can all discuss yeah. it. Which is good news. There will be a Cursed Child discussion this yeah. year. Yeah, Definitely. that's nice. Maybe but, a, maybe a Christmas special. Yeah. But to anyone who's trying to get tickets, obviously you've heard of me and Joe 
talking about how we haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. uh, do the Friday 40 on the Harry Potter website. It's brilliant. I did not mm. do that. Spent a lot of money. Spent a lot of money. What, what are we thinking? I'm crippled, mate. How much? Go on. <laughs> Financially crippled. Go on. I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't all, want. All I in. don't want to revelio uh, <laughs> what I paid. <laughs> Alohomora. How much did you pay? <laughs> Hello to you too. Um, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, so you really enjoyed it, yeah? That's, really that's enjoyed all it. I want to know. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Okay. Uh, I took me, me and my brother Chris went. So I'm now frantically. Uh, my wife couldn't go, uh, so she really. Oh, I didn't realise that. No, it was me and Chris went. Yeah. Uh, that's why I got. Um, my wife a t-shirt oh that's okay. that's the same that's the same uh, that's so, yeah. why she looked so annoyed when we turned up yeah no she just looks annoyed anytime you two turn up uh, <laughs> so do I to be fair um, uh, so yeah that was that was my that was my week um, but what was funny is because I was on a, a set of a um of a, of a, a advert that I was filming. You'll uh, know, uh, some listeners may know Tom as uh, the goofball in the Admiral adverts. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I play Tom. You play uh, the character of Tom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What's annoying is I hope that there's not a podcast somewhere uh, discussing the Admiral adverts, and someone <laughs> says, "Oh, I think that Tom plays a bit overdone." Uh, <laughs> so I know how that is, feels. That wouldn't be your choice, would it? It would, would be, be the director's choice if you were a bit overdone. True, but I don't listen to direction, mate. <laughs> it's elaborate. You can't direct me. Don't you to. don't obey the first command more than me. 25% oh, yeah. of the time. Um, but what was funny, one of the producers kept calling me Tommy. And you know what? In the words of the kids, I was here for it. I was absolutely here <laughs> for I it. I really hate that expression. I was here for it. I love it. I'm here for it. New love uh, good. It doesn't I'm sound, here doesn't, for it. Doesn't, doesn't sound natural. <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm going gonna, I'm yeah, gonna to yeah. try. I want to say I'm here for it. And what's the other one? There's loads of phrases now that I'm just like, I need to stand. Do you stand Luna? Sta- no, What's that? What's Stan? It's like when you're uh, um, like an extreme fanatic. Like, like oh, Stan yes, from yes, the Eminem yes. song. Oh, yeah, okay. I yeah. oh, okay. I did read I that. Stan Luna. I stand Luna. No, I don't stand Luna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. A lot of editing this week. Editing this week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's quickly run through what happens in the book because it's a, a real mammoth one. Packed book. It, it starts big. off in Little Whinging. Harry's attacked by Dementors. He then fends off the Dementors with his brilliant um, uh, Patronus. Patronus charm. I was trying to look for the uh, Expecto Patronum. That was what I was looking for, the incantation. He gets expelled from Hogwarts, mm-hmm. but he is taken uh, very early on uh, to uh, the... The borough? The, the, no, he's taken to the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix. Oh, yes, of course he is. Yeah, my bad. So the Order of the Phoenix is basically... this is it, We're in dark times here. Voldemort has returned, yet uh, the Ministry of Magic fails to, uh, to accept this. Mm. Um, it's probably... Which was teased by Fudge at the end of the last episode, wasn't it? With the it? fake news. And this fake news has carried on. They're slagging off uh, Harry. They're slagging off Dumbledore in the yeah. newspapers, in the Daily Prophet. So it's the first time Harry goes to school and he's not the boy who lived. He's the boy who lied. Yeah. So there's a nice switch there. He, he does go to school because he um, has a trial. Yeah. In the same place in the previous book, you saw criminal trials happen. You saw Death Eaters being chained yeah. to chairs so that they couldn't do magic during their trials yeah. and he is put in that room and sat in that chair. He's not yeah. chained to no, it, but it's, it's still... the whole thing is designed to intimidate him. Yeah, we go to the Ministry of Magic for the first time mm. um, and uh, for me, one of the things I will say about this book is it was 
it lacked, it took away some of the escapism that you had in the previous book, where it was about witches and wizards on flying broomsticks and dragons, and because it was a lot focused on schoolwork. Because this is the fifth year, they got yeah. big exams at the end of the year, um, and there's a lot of bureaucracy. The, the ministry bureaucracy, comes the into ministry play comes so play much more with aforementioned Umbridge. Uh, yeah. She comes to be. Uh, the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. She doesn't teach, so it's a, it's it's about fighting back. Really, um, mm. it's about uh, rebellion. So Harry starts teaching other pupils um, about how uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yeah, they're they're prohibited from using their wands in their yeah. Defense Against Dark Arts. Would you, would you have joined the DA, mate, or would you have joined the Inquisitorial Squad, which was um, Umbridge's uh, lack- lackeys? Uh, I'm pretty sure I would have joined the DA. Well, I don't think I'd have been asked to join either. But given the choice, I would have joined the DA. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would have been. I think I would have. I think. I think we probably would have done it by accident because I reckon, knowing us, we probably for a Hogsmeade weekend would have gone to the Hogshead. Yeah, and just happened to been there and seen people turn up, and then they and like, just oh, naturally assumed that. God, we, what have we signed up to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta oh. beware at what time. Oh, oh, oh Because I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't have been a Quidditch player. No. I don't think I'd be a Quidditch player. Oh, come on. I, there's got to be one sport I'm good at. Maybe I would have been a Quidditch player. Yeah, maybe. You don't know. You, yeah, you don't know. You could be really good at a sport in real life that you've just never done. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Have you ever ridden a horse? <laughs> yeah, but but not competitively. I've just ridden a horse. But I wasn't particularly... I wasn't comfortable in there. No. no I but I was a either. smaller... I was a smaller person then. I, I've grown over the last... um. 12 years. Well, fingers crossed the horses. For 12 years, 20, <laughs> 20 years. Was that the last time you were on a horse? Yeah, it was probably about 10. Yeah, I don't think I've done it since being a child. No, never mind. I took my daughter horse riding. Really? Oh, it was scary. Oh, really? So yeah. scary. I was very anti, anti doing it, but my wife was like, no, no, she, she'll love it. And she did, to be fair. She absolutely loved it. Oh, but I, was, I spent the whole thing te- petrified. Yeah. And so I'm glad that, in a weird way, that Quidditch doesn't exist on on brooms in the sky I know it exists on the ground because I couldn't watch my daughter on a broomstick I couldn't watch her on a horse let alone a broomstick but if you if you okay so if you accept Quidditch then you also accept magical remedies would you let her then play would you feel a bit more comfortable if uh, Madame Pomfrey can just mend a yeah, broken arm and yeah as long as it's Madame Pomfrey and not Lockhart yeah, yeah. yeah. skulking about he makes a little re-cameo little cameo he? enjoyed that yeah, it's a bit tragic, though, isn't it? Well, St. Mungo's, this is one thing, rereading the book. Um, I think what we're taught <clears> with sort of mental health, especially people, uh, when we're younger, when you were told someone was mad, you thought it was silly. Hmm. Um, and I, a few years ago, uh, a family member was in a mental health u- unit, and I went in there, and it's generally one of the sort of the most... Uh, one of the most uh, saddest sights I've seen, to be mm. honest. Um, I remember, like, talking to them now, now they're out of it, he, they mentioned the other day, oh, like, every dessert has custard. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just something that's saving. And I think maybe because custard is associated with happy times, it's something to get them feeling sure, happy. Yeah. Um, but this is generally one of the most um, saddest passages in the book when they I, go to St. Mungo's and they bump into Neville's parents who have been... Yeah. Because Neville get Harry, you know, I know he misses his parents, but at least he's had the opportunity to grieve. Neville can't grieve his parents because they're not dead, but they are gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And he has to... 
he has to like we don't know how often he visits them. When we see it happen in the book, it's Christmas. Yes, yeah, Christmas. But I imagine Day. it happens a lot over the holidays. Yeah, right? definitely. Um, and yeah, and he's always got his nan sort yeah. of reminding him of how good they were. Yeah, which is it's nice to keep that memory alive, but it's probably not the thing you want to hear when you have to look at how they are now. No, definitely not. Definitely. Um, not. Yeah, it's just so tragic for so him. So sad. Uh, <laughs> to, well, to put a slightly uh, lighter note on it. Uh, I I also had a, a family member in a mental health unit years ago. All right, mate. Well, we're playing um, top tops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what what was a positive thing? Well, I mean, it's not a positive, but for me, because I gained out of it, sort of, uh, was that I there was the uh, one of the other people visiting a family member in there that I made eye contact with, someone I'd never uh, spoken to before. But I recognised because she worked in the McDonald's, which was next to where I was working at the time. And I went in there one lunchtime and she served me and she recognised who I was, uh, asked for a medium, I got a large. No charge. So, little bonus there for me. That is a real every cloud. That is. I just got slightly more horrible McDonald's to eat that lunchtime. I'm I'm glad that happened. That is a lighter note. (laughs) I'll see you later. After all this time. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never again. And it's a long way to go for a large, <laughs> to go for all that. You know. But I got a large. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> right. Yes. Before we go to emails, Joe. Uh-huh. Let me pull you up on something. Pull me up on something. I'm pulling you up, mate. Uh, is, is, this, is this more... Uh, well, it's something that should have come in. It, it, it's peeves, but what it is, it's, it's a defence of a peeve, really. Okay. So your peeve was that I made a guess of the 23rd of June. Yes. Let's let's take us back to uh, <laughs> Tom's riddle last week, where Pat gave me a riddle. Okay. When Pat gives me the riddle, uh-huh. what's the first thing I say? Uh, I don't know. Squid. Was it the first thing you said? First thing I said. Okay, well, let's... Well, let's but it a... didn't count because I was thinking out loud. But apparently... <laughs> yeah, but in that moment, it was quite clear you were thinking out loud. Ooh. Because you were saying, well, well I, would go, I would go with the squid, but... Yeah, well, I that's what I would go with the squid. Well, I'm just let's, saying. Well, let's, let's take a listen back. Underground, underwater is the squid. And I imagine the squid, but that's not an octopus. And that eight. Lend eight hands. Lend about eight. Yep. Okay. The intonation when you get you said June twenty third that sounds like a guess to me. Yeah. Whereas the squid, you're discounting it. Yeah, it's the first thing you said, but you're discounting it, saying I would say it's the squid. I'm discounting the eight legs. That's what I'm discounting, mate. (laughs) So Tom, yes, mate. Stinks in (laughs) here. Why does it stink, mate? The air is foul. Stinks of droppings. What type of droppings? Owl droppings. Specifically, email droppings. Have you had some emails <laughs> flying in through the windows here at Podwarts? Podwarts is... Podwarts. <laughs> Very... The uh, home of Albus Tombledore. Oh, Pat. This is wonderful stuff. <laughs> How long have you been working on that? <laughs> Two days ago. <laughs> I'm going to say that. It's impressive. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> what emails have we got, Joe? Uh, we've had a few emails. Um, I should say, this uh, This is the first time 
We've recorded an episode uh, directly after the release of the previous episode. So episode four has uh, come out a few days ago, and now we're recording episode five. Uh, we needed to give ourselves a bit of time to read uh, the Mammoth book. Such a beast. Um, mm. So we had we had a couple of emails uh, from Joe, who emailed, I think, for episode two or three. Um, uh, it would be free, wouldn't it? Episode three he emailed for. Um, uh, yeah, he, he had a little complaint about the... Uh, the Brexit talk mm. that we said, um... yeah, uh, we we compared the Dursleys to Brexit voters, or at least that's how he took it. Yes. Um, well, you, we try... did, you did. You did say Vernon Dursley would have voted Brexit. That's what I said. Yeah. I, I said you know which way they voted in Brexit, mm-hmm. um, and we try not to get too political uh, on the show. We don't want to alienate anyone. But I know we did talk about this afterwards. Should we leave that in? Do you think that might be mm. risky? And obviously someone else picked up on it. So in our defense, and he said you two were complicit by not calling me up on it. So we're all to blame. But in my How defense... How does that work? I, yeah, I, d- I don't know. It's not, we're not complicit. By not challenging what I said and sort of... I think you were like, oh yeah, yeah, he would, yeah. So even though I'm the okay. one who said it... Okay. Well, I mean, to be honest, I'm... Okay, I don't, I don't think we get the same jail sentence. Uh, <laughs> and again... Time I don't know, served, I, I think, probably for me. <laughs> I don't know if you want to drop in the bit from the, from the episode, but I can quite clearly state that what I said was... Uh-huh. I'm not saying everyone who voted for Brexit is like the Dursleys. I'm just saying most people who are like the Dursleys probably voted for Brexit. So I think that covers us against yeah. any accusations of sweeping generalizations. Oh, yeah, of course, right. I think so. The second and more crucial point is that on June 4th, 2016, Hugo Rifkind, he's a Scottish journalist, uh-huh. tweeted, Vernon Dursley would vote leave. J.K. Rowling replied, true that. Okay, so, okay, so, we've been so it's up. canon. It's okay, canon. canon. J.K. Rowling was here for that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's canon. Vernon Dursley's been accused of voting Brexit. (laughs) J.K. Rowling is here for that. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely would have voted Brexit. There's no no doubt about it. Well, yeah. It's it's now canon. I'm not just complicit. And and also, I mean, you know, as much as we don't want to talk, we don't like to talk politics on this show because it's not a political show, but I don't think any of us are too ashamed to... Do you just want to, um, say that we support. Joe does, Joe does a, um, a politics show, don't you? I do. Yeah, if you want to listen to. Uh, have you Have Lovable. you plugged the Harry Potter podcast? <laughs> <on that>? <laughs> <laughs> have you plugged it after all this time on your political podcast? Because <laughs> you were gearing up for a little plug for your po- political podcast. Uh, politics as usual. It's available on iTunes now. Um, <laughs> politics as usual. <laughs> um, Joe, Joe also emailed uh, again after the release of episode four. So he emailed the other day. Um, it's a very long one and very, very fun. I should also say that his Brexit complaint was uh, a jo- it's slightly joking. Semi-serious. Semi-joking. Yeah. Semi-serious, but, uh, you know, uh, sandwiched with jokes. Um, but he, he talks about uh, the rate at which we release these episodes. Now, obviously, we, we have to go back and read these books and then yeah, I then I have to commitment. mix and edit the episodes. Ah. Uh, so it, take, it takes a long time to do this stuff. So, yeah. but um, he did have one quite funny line uh, where he said, uh, 
Now, I appreciate that you all have busy lives, and it's abundantly clear that this venture is not a full-time profession for any of you. (laughs) Uh, Two weeks is a short time for you all to reread the next book, sift through the hundreds of emails and tweets spawned by the last episode, come up with some amusing content to use in the next episode, meet up to record the episode, and edit out all of Pat's foul-mouth language. (laughs) That's a fair Uh, point. Which, yeah, I think that's fair enough. So at least he understands why it takes so long for these yes. episodes to come out um we also had an email from uh a nick uh who was very complimentary in his email um thanks nick thanks nick uh, no, i read the email it was very yeah, nice read, now yeah. he's he said uh i have a question for you all which isn't book specific obviously hogwarts is famous for all of its ghosts have you ever seen a ghost that's that, i think that's a richard herring emergency question it's uh, yeah, i think it is isn't yeah. it um i well as i talked about in the other podcast I thought I saw a ghost because I think my dad pretended a little girl across the street oh, yeah. had, <laughs> had died some years previous. Um, but no, I don't think I've ever seen a ghost. Although I did get my um, my daughter was having a nightmare the other night and I went oh, in, right. um, but she was mumbling in her sleep. Um, and she was like, no, get the girl away from me. And I was oh, like, God. Oh, oh, no. I'm pointing. She was pointing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, so she might have seen one. Um, we'll get her on and ask her next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll get her back on. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen a ghost, Paddy? Uh, I, I thought I had, but um, I realised that at the time I was incredibly sleep deprived. I don't believe in ghosts. No. No. Because um, surely they'd, they'd be everywhere. Yeah. 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 Like the amount of people that have died. Surely they would just... You wouldn't be able to move for ghosts. Yeah. Same, same reason as if time travel exists... People would have travelled back here. Yeah, why haven't we been visited? Yeah, uh, from anyone. Yeah. yeah. Well, well uh, Nick goes on to ask, uh, related to that question, do you think Voldemort would want to become a, a ghost? I think no. Uh, he is obviously afraid of death. Yeah. But mm. just because, I, from the ghost experience, seems that they have a proper lack of control. Mm. Like, so all the Hogwarts ghosts can't seem to leave the castle, really, or leave the grounds. Um, um, oh no, Moaning Myrtle uh, does go and yeah, and yeah. and didn't nearly headless Nick have like ghosts from far away to his death day party? Okay, I'm preempting that pee from next week. No, I, no, I, no, I, no, I no, take no. it back. But it just seems that it's, like they can't eat, they can't, they yeah. can't, they can't really. And do also, anything. they're stuck Polter there forever. Can, yeah, they're, they're they're stuck there forever. forever. I don't mm. think Voldemort would want to be a ghost. Def- um He'd be limited. He can't yeah, perform magic limited. as a ghost. Yeah, he's all about control when he wouldn't have the control he needed. No, sure. Um, and f- finally, uh, Lucy tweeted in uh, saying that our podcast oh, was the perfect hang length. On, hang on there, Joe. What, 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 what? How does Nick end his email? Sorry? How does oh, Nick end his okay. Uh, Nick was very complimentary about your stand-up, Thomas. Oh, thanks, Nick. I remember did, Nick. Uh, Nick. Hang on, hang on. How does uh, Joe end his email? <laughs> oh, uh, let me just let me double look. <laughs> <laughs> if we're playing that game, one one. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe ends his email by uh, saying, um, uh, "I'm not going to criticise Pat too much at this time, as I don't want to be seen picking on him, particularly as particularly as he's arguably carrying the whole show. Emphasis Ooh. on arguably. <laughs> just tell him to buck his ideas up." Yeah. Uh, Joe is. Uh, Joe is currently in some mungos for head <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, finally, Lucy uh, tweeted us to say that our podcast was the perfect timing for her 10K run. Now, that is a quick 10K, yeah, if you ask me. Mm. Yeah. I, could, I, can, I don't think I could finish. I no, think I'd pass I, out. No, no, What's I 10K in miles? 
10 kilometers is uh, five kilometers twice. I could walk it. I could walk it. But I couldn't run it. It would take me a few hours, though. I wouldn't be able to listen to the podcast. And I'd have a break and maybe go get a coffee or... uh, Cab. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I could drive drive it. it. Oh, drive it. Oh, my God. But then... It wouldn't take the whole podcast No, no, definitely not. Unless you're stuck in traffic or there was some mad girl stuck in traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Causing a jam. Yeah, sure. (laughs) We get something confirmed um, in this book. Snape has always, always said uh, James Potter was an arrogant so-and-so. We see mm. it for ourselves in the pensive. That's Snape's worst memory. Um, does that make you change your opinion on Snape at all at this stage in the game? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. Because you always just thought they didn't get on. Yeah. Um but then you see him and he's like, he's actively being bullied yeah, by yeah, Harry's yeah. dad. Mm. Like, he's got legitimate uh, mm. reasons to really dislike yeah. Harry's dad. Now, maybe he shouldn't pass on that hate to a kid who had nothing to do yeah. with it. But he's traumatized by these experiences as a kid. Now, he's obviously a nasty piece of work himself because he calls Lily a mudblood. Mm. Um, so he's not, he's not the best person. But also, he was just sitting there studying. Did he deserve yeah. for them to all walk over a group of four, outnumber him and start like... Yeah. Putting his pants down and stuff. See, I, I, I'm, I'm the opposite, Pat. I really, I enjoyed this book a lot more rereading it this time. I don't know what it was. There was some, maybe it's just, you know, it was, I don't know. It was, I enjoyed the sheer length of it. I enjoyed the pains. There's so many little details that I was just happy to read. Um, there was a lot of angst in it. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, we were his age when we read this story, but obviously. I didn't. I wasn't a particularly angry sixteen-year-old. I don't think. Um. No, I don't think you were. No. Were you an angry sixteen-year-old? I wasn't angry when you had days like you described. Of course. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't the happiest kid, but it was just like you know, you're hormonal at that time, like yeah. teenage angst, and you always wish things would go better than they do. Mm. <clears throat> but um, I wasn't particularly angry. Yeah. No, I've. I've just sorry. I just found a note I made when I was reading it. No one is happy in this book except for the villains. Like, Neville's mm. Christmas is so sad. Hagrid's a shell of himself, and he's always beaten up and bloody. Mm-hmm. That's just quite hard to read. Yeah. Ron's got uh, bad nerves. Sirius has got cabin fever, locked up in Grimmauld Place. Umbridge reigns strong. It's just not a happy book. It's not right? a happy book, yeah. Uh, and that, you know, other than, other than the, the Weasley twins and Luna... Yeah. There's not really anything to enjoy reading in this book. No. Um, this is not going to be a fun podcast for you guys to listen to. <laughs> one, one thing I will say is I rem- one of my favourite um, sitcoms growing up was The Young Ones. And there's an episode in The Young Ones where they're bored. Hmm. And it's a really boring episode to watch people be bored. Hmm. So I get what you're saying. Because everyone's miserable, it does... Yeah, that see- that seeped through to me while I was reading yeah. it. Um, and obviously, there's like you know, this they- is definitely the emo's favourite book. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're, they're, there is you know uh, the DA, the resistance yeah. group they set up, and there is there is some fun stuff and and you know big shocks, the attack on Arthur Weasley, at, yeah, at Christmas. Uh, uh, there is stuff happening in this book, but it takes a long time between significant things. Yeah. And what happens along those, along the way is never that fun. No. Uh, whereas the first time around, I didn't notice any of that. 
Yeah. Uh, but this time round, especially coming off the back of like like book four ends with like uh, send letters to Lupin, Fig. Yeah. You know, it's, there's this mm. feeling of like we're getting the gang back together. We're going to fight back. And then when you start this book, it's actually no. This is all taking place in the shadows. No one's acknowledging that there's a fight to be had. And Harry's not involved in it anyway. Yeah. They're just getting newspaper uh, updates. Do you remember um, Harry has his first date in this book with Cho Chang? Yeah. They go out on Valentine's Day to Hogsmeade. Yeah. A few years ago, me and you went out on Valentine's Day, I think with Lee and Mike. Yeah. And we, went to, we went out for a dinner and a meal. I remember loving it. Can you, can you remember what the film was? Dinner and a meal, dinner and a movie. Uh, dinner and a show. I can't remember what the I film remember, was. I remember when we... Was were, it a Final Destination? Yeah, Final Destination 2. Yeah. Uh, when we were younger, I had a great time. Yeah, had, had a, a great fantastic time. Fantastic time. One yeah. of my favourite Valentine's Day. Why are you looking at me with such disdain, Joe? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just why why wasn't I invited? I think you had you, a girlfriend. Yeah, player. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, who fancies a quiz? Can you, as long as it's fair, can you redeem yourself this week, Tom? Careful with your guesses. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. In lieu of a coin, uh, I've just found uh, what I believe to be a, a birthday badge, maybe for your wife, Tom. It was, it's yeah, birthday it was a girl. Birthday girl. Okay, so heads will be birthday girl. Tails will be the white bit at the back. Okay, um, I'll, I'll go for heads. You're gonna go for heads. Uh, I'll take tails. Okay. Right. Let's do. Let's do a big flip. We've got heads. Okay, Thomas. Do you want the first or second set of questions? <laughs> well, I remember how you did this last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, have, I've given you a choice here. I'll have the 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 first set. Of questions. The first set of questions. Okay. So, Pat, it's to you first with the second set of question. And remember, guys, watch out for the bludgers. Okay, question one. <laughs> Two professors were in charge of the practical astronomy exam. Tofty and... I don't know. I know. Tom? Is it... Oh! Is that Professor is it... Marchbanks. Uh, it's Marchbanks. Uh, not what I was going to say. Uh, how many owls visit Harry at the Dursleys after he saved Dudley from Dementors? I want to say five. Correct. Oh. Right. Well done. Uh... What was unique about the day described in the opening line of the book? It was unseasonably sunny. Uh, no, it was the hottest day of the hottest summer. Hottest day of the year. Ah, hottest day of the year. Um, after Hedwig's mysterious injury, who returned Harry's owl to him after being given the all clear by Grubbly Plank? Dobby? Correct. Yeah. That's two. What was Hagrid's half-brother's name? Grop. Oh, bludger! <sighs> Minus two, you're down to zero points. Unlucky, Patrick. That was Bugger. A... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's uh, uh, that's the game. That's I the can't. Game. Co- I can't complain, can I? That's the game. What kind of person would I be if I complained? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Pat. And your final question to get one point Yay. total. <laughs> Give me the. This is, might be hard actually. Give All me right. the next line in the Sorting Hats song. Oh, uh, whoa. In times of old, when I was new and Hogwarts barely started, the founders of our noble school... What? Someone, someone farted? Yeah. <laughs> That's all my, all my head's going to. I don't know. 
thought never to be parted. Uh, uh, unlucky, Patrick. Uh, you have zero so far. Is that a record? That is a record. Get in. Congratulations. <laughs> um, Thomas Toll. Yes, mate. Uh, actually, I should also say I wouldn't have got that because generally when the sorting hat sings his... Does his little... I sort of skip through yeah, it. I don't really read it. You zone out a bit. Um, I read it, but I don't take it in. I'll let Hermione explain to me after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if something important's happened, I'll, I'll go back. Uh, okay, so Thomas, first question. So one of my favourite lines in the book is when Ron turns and says, here's an idea, why don't you shut your mouth? Who does he say it to? Well, I know who it is, but I don't want to say it in case it's a bludger. Okay, well, that's, well, that's the name of the game. It's up to you, mate. Zachariah Smith. Correct. One point. Right, okay. Devil's Snare was the cause of death of a ministry worker. What was his name? Well, I know it as, again, but I don't want it to be a bludger. So well, okay, that's... Broderick Bode. Well, well, then well, pass. Okay. Pass everything and we'll yeah. both be on zero. <laughs> Broderick Bode, correct. Two points. Um, after Death Eaters escaped from Azkaban, a lot of attention was put on the relatives of their victims. Which student confided in Harry that they now had a good idea of what it felt like to be him? Susan Bones? Correct! Wow, well done. Very nice. Any student found in possession of the magazine The Quibbler will be expelled. This is in accordance with educational decree number what? If I manage to pull this out of the bag and you you give me a blood... (laughs) Educational degree... Number 27. Correct, oh, Tom. Wow. Brilliant. Four out of four so far. Do you, do you know them? That was a guess. I knew oh. it was in the 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's only, what, like six or something? Yeah, they're normal. yeah. They start at number 12, which was her no, appointment. 20, 22, I think, was her appointment. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think they were pretty much all in their 20s. <laughs> okay. So, well done, Thomas. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll what, what was the first owl exam? Oh. I don't think I actually know this. Um, Defence Against the Dark Arts? Uh, It was Theory of Charms. Uh, Was that a bludger? Nope. Um, And what was the name of the textbook Umbridge made her class work from? Um, no, it's gone. Nothing. Nope. It's a defense against the dark arts, a return to basic principles. Right. Well done, Tom. That's, uh, you got four there, four yeah. nil. Uh, and now we move on to the snitch. Okay. How many points is the snitch worth? The snitch, if you get it exactly right, it's worth, uh, 300 points. Okay. Uh, nearest, so what is it? It's four nil. Uh, we'll say it's worth, uh, four points for the nearest so you could tie it okay I'm, i mean i do make this up as i go along i will have to do some googling with this okay um okay so if you paid attention on our uh tour of the british library of the history of magic you would know the answer um into which language was order of the phoenix first officially translated person closest geographically to the language's country of origin gets the points. So are we saying that the language or the um, country? The, it, say the language, the la- but the language's country of origin. Okay, right. I've got, I've got one in mind, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. It could okay. be 
very far. I've got one. Shall after I write three, after sh- three, should we just say it together? Or shall I write mine down? No, no, that's that's, that's not good. Can't do this. It needs to be audio audible, doesn't it? No, but it was just that way. You know, I haven't cheated, and I can show. No, it's Joe. okay. I, 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 trust, I, 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 trust I, I, I trust you both. I trust to just make right. the guess. Okay. Ready? So, uh, but you don't have to do it on at the same time. Just okay. One, two, three. Finland. American, Finland, Finland. American. Uh, okay. Well, it. I don't. I think only um, the first book was Americanized. I don't think J.K. Rowling wanted any of the other books Americanized. What did you say? When was the first time Philosopher's Stone? Order of the Phoenix. Oh, I didn't hear the, the question. Okay, well, okay, you said you American. Still, you still could and win. You, and you said Finland. Finland. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, the answer uh, was Vietnamese. So let's find out who's closest. Uh, so between Finland and uh, Vietnam is 5,124 miles. It's a lot of miles. Uh, too many miles. And between Vietnam and America oh. is 13,789 kilometres, Pat. <laughs> you lose. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, for now, you lose. <laughs> Tune no, in next Tom, week till you get nothing, some reprieve. Nothing wrong with that one. Did, uh, uh, can I ask Queen, so did I have any bludgers in those last two questions? Uh, you did not, but I'm glad I made you paranoid. Oh. There was only the one bludger flying around today. I knew it was theory of charms. I knew it was, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was defense against the dark arts. I'm just, no, I didn't know that. So. No, there, well, there, there was sort of a. I thought uh, the easiest question there was the bludger, which was um, yeah. That's why I was. I kept thinking like the Susan Bones one. I was like, that's not. No, none of the mine was easy enough to be a bludger. I thought, but you I've never had, know. you never know with Cho Power. <laughs> you never know. Power. I've had an idea for the quiz. Go on. So how about during the show? Uh-huh. If we say things that Joe finds appealing, um, oh yeah, didn't I start the quiz on already one point? Oh yeah, well done. Okay, so Pat has one point. So in in <laughs> things like that, how about we gain beaters during Ooh, the quiz? So idea, if we yeah. get if then when we get the bludger question, if we get it right, it's like ah, but it's a bludger. Ah, but I got a beater. Got uh, got your time turner on you, mate. Want <laughs> <laughs> to go back to November when we first started this little shindig? <laughs> this is a work in progress. Our hey? last episode will be our best. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you very, very much for listening. Um, if you enjoyed the show and you want to get in touch on Facebook, uh, we're on AATTAPod uh, or uh, Twitter. Same, or it, Why don't you do what Joe and Nick did and uh, email us on at ATTAPod. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Gmail.com, yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Anything you want to add, guys? Uh, no, just another another thank you. No, we'll be back in two weeks' time. Uh, this has been After All This Time. Always. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can join us again on the 15th of February when we'll be back with episode six. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to email us, we're at aattapod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at AATTA Pod or like us on Facebook at AATTA Pod. Uh, until then, bye. Hello there. Um, I just wondered if I could book a table for three thirty today. Three thirty today? Yeah, for about. About ten people. Ten 12, people. Yeah, ten, twelve people. I think. Could I take a name, please? Yeah, uh, Toll. T O A L.
Yeah, get there. 077. Yeah. Apparently you're looking forward to the cavalry. I cannot wait. Lovely. Thank you very much. Cheers, bye. I'm delighted. This will be fun. Do you know know people were complaining about our vaping on the the show last week? Really? Mm. Our vaping? Mm. It's not my my, my vaping, is it? (laughs) We'll try and keep it down. Yeah, keep an eye out for that in this episode. Yeah.